On Wednesday's episode, we we're talking about our adventures in New York and how we actually saved someone's life. And today we're going to talk about that. But before we do, this is an audio exclusive episode. So if you're on Spotify, risk five stars and follow. And if you're on Apple, do the same. You know you should do it. And you're going to do that right now. It's the best way to support the show and we'll love you forever. And I'm not talking to all of you. I'm talking about you, the person that I'm pointing at that you can't see because it's audio only. Enjoy the show. So wait, you saved someone's life. Yes. Yes. And immediately after, we walked into a random hotel and wiped said hands with hand sanitizer because I was touching an almost dead man. And to be clear, I did not touch that man because I did not know who that man was. And maybe it's explaining <laughs> it too much, but that man literally had like, you know, a needle on the ground. And I was like, I don't want to touch him. Okay, but wait, for context, so this was at the Mr. Beast Burger restaurant, first restaurant yeah, let's, launch. Let's... No, no, this was not at the restaurant launch. No, it was this not was, at the restaurant, to be clear. Let's rewind middle... all the way back, okay? Yeah. We were in New York for the launch of the first ever Mr. Beast Burger, and to celebrate the night before, I'm not going to lie, me, Sapnap, a lot of the people that work at the YouTube channel Mr. Beast and some of our friends decided we want to go out to Midtown Manhattan, hit up a roof- rooftop bar of some sort, okay? Where is the easiest place for us all to meet up in Manhattan? Times Square. That sounds like a bad place. Isn't it really busy? To be honest, just for where everybody was, it was the easiest place. There was somebody in uh, West Village. There was somebody up north a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like we, It was the basically the medium point, right? So we met there, but then we had to go down Manhattan to lower lower west side Manhattan. So basically, we're just like walking down. We're, we're heading to this bar area. Um, we're walking, walking, walking. And this guy shows up. He goes, yo, call the cops. This guy's dying. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think when yes. he says that? He's like, nah, he's not actually dying. Or... I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I literally <laughs> was thinking this guy is trying to pull a quick one on us. I thought he was going to try. <laughs> I was like, this guy's going to rob us, bro. <laughs> I, I I genuinely thought the same thing. I was I kept walking a few more steps, but our friend, he's another content creator named Zealand, right? He he's actually lives in Manhattan, and he saw the guy like freaking out and started walking immediately over, just completely trusting <laughs> the guy, which is crazy to me. But okay, and he starts calling the cops like he actually does, and we all look over as a group of probably about eight of us and just see this guy sitting. At a table, like probably an outdoor restaurant table with his head just on the table, right? Just don't, so like, wait, does on. it look like he's kind of just sleeping, resting, chilling out, or like he actually looks like he's dying? Well, the reason, the reason that I knew it was real was like I said earlier, I mean, he slumped over on this thing and I'm like looking around, like inspecting the area and there's just a needle on the ground. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, maybe this guy actually is like dying and like overdosing in front of me. So I, I guess I, I'm not going to lie. I was shocked at first. Like the guy looked dead, to be honest. Like he really genuinely looked dead to me. And Zealand, I'm not going to lie, just walked over and started calling the cops immediately, getting the street details. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're really doing this right now. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think, what can I do? Am I just going to get in the way if I walk over there? But I realized that this guy <laughs> that was there before us was freaking out. I think more like almost in like a pissed off way. Like I think this was his restaurant or something. So he was like shaking the guy in like a more aggressive way. Does that make sense? No, I think he, the thing, I think he was like pissed off, but I think he also like wasn't trying to be there. Like he kept like riding off with his bicycle and just disappearing. My theory 
was that that was the guy who gave the other guy said drugs. That was my personal theory. I'm confused. Why did the first guy that came over to you ask you to call the cops? Like, can't he just do it himself? That's what That's I what was I'm asking. Saying. Dude, we were all wondering. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure all there was eight of us all for a second. Like, why does this dude, you know, it's 2022 that you tell me this restaurant owner doesn't own a cell phone. Like, I just, I don't know. It wasn't a restaurant owner, Carl. I'm telling you, you're being too oblivious. That was definitely that guy's drug dealer that he gave him some whack ass drugs that made him like die. You know what I wasn't oblivious about, George? What? I walked over there and I took action. You gave him to mouth. You gave him mouth to mouth. slumped over. His neck absolutely like bent like an absolute U, like a, a, a upside down letter U. Okay, and the immediate my immediate thought process. I have two parents that have one of them works in the emergency room and the other one does like in home infusions. They're both nurses, right? So I'm just trying to be like, okay, I got to think like on my feet. I'm thinking uh, to listen. I'm picturing what all of my parents have told me in my growing up, right? And I run over there and. My immediately thought, immediate thought was we had to make this guy able to breathe. So I grab his lifeless head, I swear to God, and I start holding it up. And I'm like, you have to give it airway. I, I've never really thought about it. How heavy is a head? Very heavy. A head, heads are actually pretty heavy. They're like 10 pounds or something like that, I think. The only thing I was grossed out about in the entire process was I looked down and he was wearing a Jets hat. It almost made him not want to save him. <laughs> uh, no, but all bits aside, so I'm holding this guy's head up. And he's obviously just, I mean, he's lifeless right there. And earlier I had seen the other guy trying to shake him and jolt him awake. And a lot of people do this process where you grab your knuckles and you start rubbing it against their sternum as hard as possible. Because the process is extremely painful. And you're supposed to, you're trying to jolt them awake. I just did it to myself, like really, like kind of lightly and it hurts. You have to try to keep his airways open and you just start doing that to try to jolt them away. Where, where it really gets like crazy, where the story just gets ridiculous, is this other guy on a bike pulls up. I don't know what's up with all these people on bikes. Pulls up and he's like, he's like, ah, don't worry about it, man. He's like, I got Narcan and just shoves it in his nose. I was like, bro, look, I don't know anything about any kind of medical stuff. But I feel like... You know, the ambulance is on the way. Maybe we just wait for them because maybe that's not what he needs. Maybe he's not overdosing. Maybe it's something else and you just killed him. I actually genuinely stand by. I think that that guy's Narcan saved this dude's life. Um, I think me holding his head up, rubbing his chest, and then the guy's Narcan actually really, like, he started breathing a little bit when I was holding him. Like, I could feel his breath. I was holding his pulse. I was, like, checking his chest, feeling, like, it move in and out. Um... But he really jolted back to action whenever the Narcan got sprayed into his nose. And for people that don't know what Narcan is, I feel like we haven't explained, is like, um, it almost, I think what it does, the drugs or something. it takes, it does a reverse reaction of whatever drugs you just did. It's like That's, a no you to the drugs. Exactly. Yeah. It's supposed mm. to be like a reverse Uno card. I think. Right. I could be completely wrong. Don't. Also, I just want to say, and then I'm going to let George speak. I'm just going to say. That if you're listening to us for medical advice right now, you need to stop because we are a bunch of Minecraft content creators that just happen to stumble upon some crazy stuff. Okay. So wait, is that common for to just carry around Narcan? That's so. So that's. The I mean, question, probably right? if you if you use drugs oftenly or you're around drugs often. I mean, like hardcore drugs, which this guy was clearly using. Then yeah, I'd imagine you'd probably keep some Narcan on you. 
But we haven't even mentioned. We haven't even mentioned that there, that, that during this all happening. I didn't like I I don't know anything about anything medical so I was like I'm just going to stay out of everyone's way. That was my thing. I'm going to stay out of everyone's way. Stand over here. The police is called my own business. There's these two girls that are that are standing next to to me. And one girl says something about like I'm trained and I I, I have to help um and her other friend was just sitting there trying to convince her not to and then and then they went up and started helping. So there's also these two random girls that are with us as well. And this is where the story gets to my favorite part, okay? And all of this is very funny because everybody ended up being okay and nobody like the guy, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil the ending. The ambulance arrived, picked him up, turns out he's all good. He's fine by the end of okay, this, okay? Spoilers. Spoilers. But what I didn't explain earlier was that a head is heavy and also large, okay? Hard to hold up. I just looked it up. The average head, the average human head weighs around 5 kilograms or 11 pounds i said yeah. 10 pounds i yeah. said 10 pounds earlier so so it's ridiculous and i'm holding up his head but it's hard to hold up his head with one hand and then rub my knuckles against his chest with the other right because i'm still trying to jolt this guy awake i'm trying to get him going again so i have me holding the right side of the guy's head Tariq holding the left Tariq, by the way is the uh director for mr beast he was with us he's holding the left side of the guy's head and then I'm just rubbing the guy's chest, you know, patting him on the shoulder, trying to make sure he feels, like, comfortable. Because you also have to think, this dude is not here with us. So if you were to wake up right then, and you just picture seeing these two dudes. He's like, oh, my God, it's call for Mr. Beast. Bro, no oh way. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I really wish that's how that it would happened. Have been nuts. No, so. That would be crazy. Imagine, part. like, passing out and waking up and Carl's just, like, rubbing your stomach and or stern and whatever and holding your head. George, this is what I need to tell you. I okay, can't wait me, for please. you to hear this. Please. The two girls come up and start commanding us. Like, the, the two girls come up and one of them, I guess, I think she was in medical school of some kind. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if she knew what she was talking about. So I, was, I just was trying to do the stuff that I fundamentally knew was right. Right? Mm-hmm. And But she was, like, telling us a few things that we should do without, like, she obviously didn't want to, like, touch the guy, which is whatever, right? That's fair. You don't know. You don't know this man. It's, like, weird. Um, which is a weird process for everybody. I swear to God, and he's going to see this and argue against it, but Tariq started flirting with this girl. He was hitting on this girl. Like what? What was he saying? He starts out with, <laughs> what? I swear to God, I'm holding this guy's head, and I'm rubbing his chest, and Tariq looks to this girl and says, Oh, so how do you know so much about the medical industry? <laughs> I swear to God, I'm looking at Tariq hitting on this girl. And I already know what Tariq's argument was because we, I, I, we said something to him afterwards. He's like, well, I was just trying to make sure that she actually knew what she was talking about medically. No, Tariq, bro. You were trying to get them digits, bro. You were trying to get those digits. He's like, digits. so you come here often? He <laughs> wanted this to be some sort of Hallmark movie, some Christmas special Hallmark movie where – Wow, like the unlikely duo just gets together and finally turns into one. Tariq was like, hey, baby, we just saved a life. How about we go make one? (laughs) (laughs) No, because he his argument is I just want to make sure she actually knew about the medical industry before I started listening to her commands. And I'm like, all right, Tariq, that might have been true for when you asked, oh, like, how do you know about this medical stuff? But then you followed it up with, oh, medical school. How long have you been in there? 
Oh, like a medical school in New Wait, York? did he actually say that? I hand on a Bible. <laughs> it was small talk chit chat. Small talk chit chat. This is like a serious situation, Tariq. This is not the time. Yeah, we're, we're like about seven minutes deep in a holding on to this dude, waiting for the ambulance to show up, and he's chit-chatting with this girl. He's dying! He's <laughs> <laughs> on his way out, bro! Now, this is what's one... going through his mind. He's like, if, if, if I introduce myself to this girl during this massive moment that's gonna that she's gonna remember for ages, it's gonna make our relationship flourish. You know? <laughs> Dude, oh my god, I couldn't believe it. And I found something out about myself, too. When I'm in a tense situation like that, I make jokes. I was making jokes that I'm not going to lie. It didn't feel like the time or place for. I feel like I do the same. Like in, I don't know, or like awkward or like serious situations when I shouldn't, I try like make it, you know, calmer yeah. or funny or diffuse the situation a bit, which sometimes it's, it's inappropriate. You don't as a human realize like, what your fight or flight is until that, that scenario pops up. You know what I mean? Have, have you been in a scenario like that, George? <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good segue. You like that one? You like that one? We have... We have I can't take it seriously when, when I know, like, we've planned, like, this, the, the script in a way for this. Like, I'm kind of like, hey, have you ever been in a situation like this? <laughs> have you ever, uh, have you, uh, George, have you ever potentially had a near-death experience uh, <laughs> you know, for Carl, anybody else? Or maybe even potentially you, George. You know, it's really weird that you bring that up because I actually do. Um, totally Wait, not actually? planned out. Yeah, this we hadn't, we did not plan this, guys. It's completely off the cuff or whatever you say, you know. Anyway. I had a, you know, very similar situation, except without without drugs involved. <laughs> no, it was with drugs involved. There were no drugs involved. For, um, for you. For me, correct, yeah. So, I was at school. I don't even know if Sapnap knows this story, so we'll find out. Anyway, I, I was at school, and there was this big Rubik's Cube phase going on at my school. Like, everyone would have a Rubik's Cube, and they were all trying to beat it as quick as you can, you know? It's like a competition. D- did either of you have that at your school? No. No. Okay. We had cup guess- stacking. Oh, we had cup stacking as well. It's like, that's on the same level. They're like just as nerdy, but it's a- it's okay. Yeah. Anyway, I was there doing my Rubik's Cube on the way from one class to another, and I kind of, I'm holding it, I don't know, I'm standing up, let me stand up, Um, and I have it like... Like, waist level, you know? I'm, like, doing my Rubik's Cube. My head's looking down, okay? And I'm just walking. I'm not even looking. This is a bad idea. It's like, you know how they say don't cross the road when you're on your phone? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Um, And this is exactly why. Because I'm doing my Rubik's Cube perfectly, may I add. Completely perfectly. So seamless. So quick. So efficient. Anyway, we basically have this metal staircase. Because I'm outside. And there's a... It's like a metal staircase that goes up to a door. And it... It curves at a 90 degree angle. Um, so there's essentially a little platform halfway up the staircase. Uh-huh. And and I, being on my Rubik's Cube, not looking in front of me, walk directly headfirst into this essentially solid piece of metal. <laughs> That's completely <laughs> solid because it's a staircase and it's attached to the wall. And I just remember hitting my head and being like, Oh my god, I'm falling. And I'm on the ground. I, I complete I, I literally woke up and people had put so this was outside like where we had science lessons 
And we had like lab coats, you know? Did you guys have lab coats? No. No? No. I don't, I don't know. I, I had a lab coat. It was like a it was kind of like an apron almost, you know? Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like an apron. Okay. That's like like in chemistry. Than a lab coat <laughs> okay, sure. I, I, I niced it up, but like in chemistry, because it's like chemicals and stuff, you have to have like a little protective thing. And yeah. I woke up and pe- there, there was like a whole crowd around me of people. Teachers, people. Um How long were you out? I actually don't know. But You still don't know? Nobody told you? I mean this was this was a long time ago. It was probably ten years ago. Um, I was like fourteen or something. Oh, so you um, knew at some point? Sure, probably. I don't. I don't know actually. Maybe not. I'm not sure. But I'm on the ground. Literally, a whole circle of people around me, and uh, lab coats or like aprons, whatever. Like it was like a little protective thing. Anyway, they they put them all on top of me to like keep me warm. I guess I don't know. Maybe it was cold what? outside. And also, one thing happened that I remember before, like I fully like was knocked out or whatever. So I'm on the ground and I remember this guy, this one guy came up to me and he thought I was trolling and he literally kicked me. I was like, get up. And then I was gone. That was, the, that was the last thing I remember. This kid came up to me, kicked me when I was what like, if that, what if that's what got you unconscious? <laughs> Maybe it was. I, legitimately, it could have been. I mean, if, I, that, if, if that's but, the last thing you remember. But the thing is, like, I literally could have died here because I hit my head and obviously your head is a very important part of your, of your body. I hit my head hard. And I fell backwards onto concrete. Like I could have hit my head on the concrete and just completely split my head open. You know, like I could have been dead. Imagine that's how you died. You Imagine know, death by Rubik's cube. I and then an ambulance showed up. I had to go to the the hospital. That's crazy and all, but like I've never had a, a near death story. Story by member one time when I was a kid and I was playing out during like recess and stuff. Like I like fell or something in a way that I got the wind knocked out of me, but I didn't know what that was. And so I'm like over here, like gasping for air. And I was like, I was like, I'm dying. Like I was like, I'm dead. I'm dead. And in a fit of rage, like I got up and I was like, I just ran and like I punched like this metal thing. Just out of pure like, what? like I don't know. I don't know. I was like, what do I do? I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm mad. Like, I'm just gonna punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be pissed too if I was dying. <laughs> yeah, I was like, bro, I'm dying for this stupid way. Like I thought like my lungs had been like broken or something, and uh, I didn't end up dying. I slowly was like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Why does that happen? Why do you get like? Why do you get so like messed up? I don't know. I don't know. We'll ask the ambulance next time we save some dude. <laughs> Have you had a near death experience call? <laughs> uh, no, and I. You know what's funny? Is that people are going to hear this and they're going to think that you are comparing you knocking your head and falling over to this dude ODing and nodding off. <laughs> but to, be fair, to be fair, if I just landed differently, I could have died. That's fair. Like, what if that, there was, like, a knife on the ground and then it, it went straight through your neck? Not Well, that that as well. But, like, like if you fall, I, I fell, like, full speed onto the ground. No, like, if yeah, I had just I, landed head first, I think I could have, like, literally had brain damage potentially died maybe there you did a, there was a scenario where i i was like an inch away wait yeah what if this is all a dream wait George? wait i'm still oh my George. god yeah you're still on that ground bro wake up kick <laughs> wake, kick oh my god imagine I, I never, oh my god imagine i would be so pissed i wake up <laughs> and like this whole YouTube, I'm a creator, you know, I'm famous, I'm cool. That whole thing is just a dream. And I'm, How back, and I'm back being 14, year old, 14 years old in school. Imagine. I feel like, dude, I'd be... That'd it, be okay. a crazy movie. If, if I woke up right now as a 14-year-old, I'd be 
very pissed, but here's how I'd make the most out of it. You take your current knowledge forward Hear with me you. Out. Bitcoin. Oh, oh, but oh my god! Know, it's not going to pan out like that. It's, it how much money do you have like as a fourteen-year-old? Why wouldn't it pan money? out the same way? Because you just made oh, up everything in your head. Like nothing. That's true. Nothing. You haven't actually seen the future. Yeah, you haven't seen. Oh, the this future. isn't like a that's so Raven type thing. No, it's like a that would just be all in your head. Everything that happened was in your head. Dang. Okay. Yeah. No, I'd just be pissed then. I mean, but I don't know. If, I would... if Bitcoin comes out, could, you're like, oh my could... god, I know about this thing. <laughs> yeah, it could. It could. It could potentially still. But you know, up. Bitcoin would have been a thing ten years ago, right? Yeah. No, much smaller thing. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. 2012, Bitcoin was like Guess when what? you should buy it. <laughs> Guess what? I would be like as a little kid bought, asking for my parents for Bitcoin for Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, Dad, please. And my and parents would What's Bitcoin? a Bitcoin? This is stupid. Yeah. I'm just going to get you some crown toys. My parents would 100% growl me. They'd be like, why did you put all of our money into Bitcoin, Carl? <laughs> you ruined our lives. I'm like, guys, just give it till, <laughs> give it till 2016. And then boom, you're a billionaire. That's but then, but then is that really it? how it works? Like, if you would back then put a like a big chunk of money into Bitcoin to yes, the point where you, it'd be worth billions you, today, you're just a billionaire. Congrats, you are a billionaire. Yeah, that is you, literally you how sell, it works. You can sell like millions of like because think about it, like so much Bitcoin has moved around today. You could sell millions of it just per day. Well, if, if I woke up, if I if I woke up and all of this was just all in my head, like I feel like, well, there's multiple things. There's multiple things, even though, like, the future wouldn't pan out because it's all in your head. Like, there's so many, like, ideas that, like, you would just, like, that would work still. Like, you could, bro, I could, I could do, I could do Minecraft Manhunt. And it That's would what probably, I'm thinking. Like, yeah. It would, like, all these epic video ideas, we could just do them. And then we could do them first. And we, we could even, like, there's so much stuff. Like, every popular YouTube series, you could just go and do it first. But I guess you really wouldn't want to do it at 14 because no one would take you seriously. Maybe wait But they'd be years. popular in your brain. Maybe in your brain, they were only popular... For you and then you start doing them in real life and they actually just flop no i i think like objectively there is reasons that things pop off right so like i i think that isn't just like a brain thing to be fair um i'll say this it would be an awesome news report if they talked to me if i was in an interview and they're like carl talk to us how you came up with minecraft manhunt <laughs> philanthropy this the you know youtuber squid game and Tinder in real life? What is going on in your brain for you to come up with all of these different avenues of success? How'd you do it, Carl? And then you're like, yeah, when I was a little kid, basically, I got knocked out. I basically just had a coma dream that I was a YouTuber and had all these epic ideas, and then I just did them. That'd be ridiculous. That'd be, that'd be the craziest Wait, you, documentary of all time. And guess what? Like That would boost your success like tenfold. And guess yeah. what? This is exactly how Mr. Beast made his career. And on that note, now that we've explained how Mr. Beast got so big, that's the end of the BBQ. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support us, five stars and give a little review, Meister. We're going to read off one in the next BBQ. But till then, there's one more thing I have to say.